1: Keyshawn J Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio.
2: Hey fellas, hey guys, we're all back together. Again. Keyshawn J Will and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN Two, presented by
3: Progressive Insurance. What's going on, Jay? Key, what's, what's up? up, boys? How are you doing, here,
4: Maxie? Sure. Key, I'm glad you have a shirt on. He got a shirt? It's been on a while. Everything. Look at the this boy to have a shirt on the entire damn vacation he was on. Every picture. He had no shirt on, a hat on, and was given the peace sign. <laughs> every picture he would thought to was some kind of music
3: mogul. I'm out. I'm <laughs> out. Some sort of kind of music mogul. I just looked like that. Looked like I was having a good time. Yeah, well, listen. A hell of a time. Every time I looked, every
2: time I turned on my Instagram, anything, there's Key in the somewhere tropical.
4: <laughs> and look, man. Yeah, my wife, my wife was like, "Man, him and Jen living their best life." That's what I want when we don't have kids. Uh, always the water was pristine. Uh, the sun no, was we out. We had kids. No, the my we'll wife kids. is pregnant right now. That's a oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, okay. When she's done having her kid.
3: Oh, I didn't hear you say done. I thought you meant like left our kids at home. No, I was like, no, they weren't gonna let us do that. That's for dang sure. But it's been good. It's been good, Max. I've been watching the Yankees. A little bit of. Catching up on them, losing a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, as I told you at the beginning of the season, it's a long season, man. Oh, I can it's
4: tell you. It's a long okay? season. You okay? No,
2: no I'm, not, I'm not happy right now, Jay. They keep losing one-run games. And then last night,
4: guys lost a good the game didn't to start until
2: after 10 o'clock. I went to sleep. I'm like, all right, they're not going to lose a one-run game every night because they beat Seattle. But before that, they, they lost a one-run game, a one-run game. They were losing a one-run game to St. Louis late. They wound up losing by a couple. But I wake up this morning, one nothing. They wasted Garrett Cole gem.
3: Nah. Miami is lost. Nine games up on in first. Place. We have Wah. more
4: world championships than anybody That's in any right. sport possible. Don't
3: it's see. been great to follow <laughs> training camp,
4: obviously in football. Jay, yeah, Key, you excited? Yeah. College football is this? I'm always curious for you because. Media, everybody starts kind of pivoting towards all football. Well, it's always football all the time, but right now in particular, all oh, training camp and who's going to win the starting spot. And I always wonder from your perspective, Key, like, is this the time that football season means it's coming into its own for you as a player or is it not until it starts getting somewhat, like what, like later in August? When is it? No, I'm uh,
3: as soon as everybody starts going to camp in July, you start feeling it. Even as an ex-player, you I don't know what it is, 20 years later, whatever the, however many years it's been since I played, is it, that July feeling starts to creep in at the end of June, and you just know. You start fake lifting weights. Yeah. <laughs> See, but that's what yeah. I'm talking about. That's the energy fake, you give me right now. Like, fake, oh, we
4: got to go to camp. Yeah. Fake Here we go, basketball sprint. playing. Like, runaway. you just start fake yeah. working out.
3: <laughs> like, man, you haven't played in years, but that's just – that's just what it is. But you get to yeah. talk – you know, you're talking to a lot of different players that are in camp, coaches in camp. You know, I was talking to somebody last night, and it was like, man, I can't wait for this blank blank to be over with. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. you just got there a week ago. But it's just – it's grueling. It's it's a grind. Yeah. You know, and, all, and the owners – the owners are still on vacation for the most part, right? They still chilling. Some of them come in, watch practice for a day, then they fly back out. You know, doing training camp. You're like, well, where's he? Oh, he's overseas. was like <laughs> they're getting to the relax still while the players is working their tails off. So it's uh it's
4: what happens when it'll be employees. fun
3: it's gonna be fun to see. USC's in training camp right now too. I hadn't gone over yet to see them practice, but I will get over there. They got Rice on opening day. Um and that shit I mean You
4: guys we guys top fifteen, right? Yeah, but 15? that's
3: fake, though, man. I, don't yeah, know. I
4: was going to – I mean, I'll ask you about that later. I'm always curious, like, preseason rankings when they come out. Like, are you guys uh, overrated, underrated, just where you are supposed to be? I would say
3: that based on them ending last season, they're probably overrated. Overrated,
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I Based agree.
3: on what happened a year ago, but I get it. It's the it Lincoln Riley effect. Offseason. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Lincoln Riley and the new quarterback Caleb, new uh, wide
4: receiver, Y'all got
3: new receiver. Yeah, they getting yeah. all excited about it. Yep. <laughs> no, not not so fast, Max. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know. I know. By new, the way, new I, budget. Yeah, that's right. New budget. No, remember I was saying when they first. Came out with the the realignment with the new conference of the Big 12. I'm like,
5: California's not going to fly. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: California politics ain't just going to roll their eyes and go, well, yeah, sure, we'll let them go. No way. Them regents at them universities Mm -hmm. and them big donors at them schools, think about it. The governor came came out, the governor was like, whoa, what's
4: going on here, USC, UCLA? What
3: would you do? But I said, but see, I had said that when it first happened. I said, you better watch out because these politicians are not going to just allow that to happen. You got to think the, wow. the governor appoints the, the board of regents at the UC system out here in California. He's the one who puts all these people in place and they got to basically have a conversation with him. And then if you take UCLA out of the, the, the mix and put them in the big 12, what does that do to the rest of the UC system? Cal Berkeley, for instance. They're not just going to allow them to run over Cal Berkeley. Then you still got like the state schools in San Diego State. Even though they're not in the Pac-12, you still affect the money in the entire state school system. So that's why it's going to be interesting to see because you got even Stanford, who's a private school, who's not in the UC system, but imagine all the big money people from Stanford looking at it and going, wait a minute, y'all getting ready to leave us out here hanging? And and the governor is in northern California with all the tech money. I mean, it's a whole interesting thing that goes on the thing, around the way they doing keep things. Keep politics in, out of sports, key. In southern California. We don't Calif- hear about in, politics and in sports. In southern California,
2: like UCLA has more gold medals than almost every other country. Every other country, UCLA by itself. SC in terms of southern California, when I say politics, I mean the California ability, in general though. Yeah. California the ability but, but what I'm saying is when you focus on Southern California, the networking of S C is so deep. It's so like it's everywhere. Mm. The 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 influence goes ev- yeah. In California for sure, Key, but you I'm sure would agree in Southern California in particular, oh, S C yeah. is up.
3: Yeah. Well no, we're, we're we're yeah, because we're strong. It's just like we're in a small college town, right? We, it, it dominated by Georgia or something yeah. like that, or dominated by Alabama, but it's a big, it's a big city. It's just interesting. I know what you're saying, Jay. Keep the politics out of it, but it runs a lot deeper. Well, that's my, than the
4: politics.
3: That's so my when point, you start, though, Key,
4: That's why I laugh to anybody that says, "I'll keep politics out of sports." I'm like, they're naturally ingrained in sports from the beginning of time, man. Because you got these all these
3: big donors from these universities. Not only that, like I said, you got the tech world mm-hmm. in Silicon Valley mm-hmm. in Northern California. By way, where the Pac Twelve conference I mean the Pac Twelve Office is at is in Northern California. So it's like they not just gonna sit up there and go, okay, we getting ready to let UCLA do what they wanna do. Meanwhile, SC can do whatever they wanna do because it's a private you know it's a it's yeah. a private school, but still, those people are still aligned to some of the politics that go on. I know we got off a whole Thing about it, but that's what we do on our show. We're not going to stick you, to the screen.
1: You needed to talk about how great LA sports are, Key. LA.
3: No, well, I didn't have tacos yesterday.
4: And, but the weather was you great. Do that voice like that is that like an LA voice pack? Oh, LA. I don't that's, think. Did you, I did, tell you, it, did you? Did Everyone. A vocal everyone talks you, about
1: when they talk about how great LA is.
3: It's a vocal You never. Fry. So, <laughs> so, you <laughs> never. So you. LA. Jay never saw the video. Then
4: obviously, what video? No. There's about a video.
3: LA. There's a video from like a couple years ago on like YouTube or something. And I think I think Pat sent it to me or I sent it to Pat, I'm not sure. But they're making fun of how people talk about Los Angeles, so to speak. About the great uh tacos. It's like, oh, you haven't had a tacos since you should be had one in LA. Yeah. And the guy I was, is- I was
4: wondering why you just put so much bass in your voice when you said Los Angeles but it, they're, they're
3: mocking, yeah. and they go, well, you haven't run any hills unless you ran Runyon Canyon. Runyon you know, it's like Runyon a whole – Oh, it's a whole <laughs> thing, it's, it's Jay. Pretty, it's pretty right people on, people
4: though.
3: People can't wait to
2: tell you that they were running in Runyon Canyon. They can't wait to tell you. Oh, jeez. Right.
3: <laughs> Listen,
2: meantime, in the NFL, Roger Goodell wants – a full-year suspension for Deshaun Watson. So here's the question. I think we all agree, like, I think, you know, six games is going to be light. What do the Browns do now? Just even hearing that the commissioner wants a year for their $230 million guaranteed quarterback,
6: what do the Browns do now? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride-or-die alive
0: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
5: From your
1: radio to your smart speaker and phone.
6: Now playing ESPN Radio.
1: Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
2: Yeah, so uh, what's everyone
3: been doing since... uh, No, I took my kids to lunch yesterday. And so I was working out. Right. I worked out. And then as I was working oh, you, out, you back on, you back on the grind. We yeah, back man, on the workout. On, you see, you see all Don't say, right come here. on, man.
4: You see, because you were off the grind
3: for a while. Well, that ain't the case no more. Um, <laughs> Don't get mad at me. So I took him. I took him to, to, to lunch yesterday. So my wife called me doing workout. And I'm like, I'm working out. And so then my daughter FaceTime me. I'm like, what the, you know, blank. And then she's like, Mom wants you to take us to lunch because she doesn't want to sit in the house all day long. Okay, I'm at the gym. I'm working out. I'm fine. Then Vance calls me. I'm like, Vance, I just told London I'm working out. I know, but Mom told me, okay, I said, said cool, whatever. I'll be home in 30 minutes. So I get, I'm done. I go home in 30 minutes. He's playing the game, video game, so he doesn't want to leave to go to lunch. He doesn't want to do it. That's why she My wants daughter- you to
2: take him to lunch because they're on yeah, the device. Get off the yeah, video yeah, game. Get yeah.
3: him out the house. So he doesn't want to do it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. My daughter wants to do it. So eventually, he comes, he does it. So I get to the restaurant. We, you know, order food or whatever. She texts me. Jen texts me and says, did you take the kids to lunch? I said, no, they didn't want to go. They didn't want to go at all. So I'm having, at the same time, I have my daughter FaceTiming the mother, to make it seem as though they're still at home trying to get food because I left. <laughs> I told my daughter to tell her I had something to do, yeah. and I couldn't take him to lunch because it was going to take too long. So so she argued with me just trying to get my your, daughter. Just trying to get
2: your wife to blow a gasket for no reason. And So I yeah.
3: did. So wait, so when we all hang up, I hang up. My daughter stopped texting her or whatever. I FaceTime her back, and then I point the, the phone at her, my kids, so she could see it. And you should have seen her face. Oh, she was beat red. She was so mad. And I told her, I see. That's what you get for trying to dictate my schedule and what it is that I have to do every single day. When I have important things to do too. But it was just funny because she really thought that I didn't take my kids to lunch. Oh, she was so mad. She was ready to go in on me, Jay. I'm talking about in on me.
4: Key question for you: When you when you work out, do you keep the AirPods in your ears? Like while you work out? Yeah. Where are you supposed to keep like- them? Well I, I just I can't use the AirPods to listen to music or anything while I'm working out and I get sweaty. I, oh. I, 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 oh, I, I yeah. My I, my I don't sweat. I don't sweat around my ears. You
3: got sweat glands yeah. uh, well, how, di- how do you
4: not sweat on your head? You know, like, not to how how do you, the point do you where you not sweat
3: around your ears. No, my earbuds are in my ears. Not sweat in my ears. Jay
2: has ear uh, sweat glands in his eardrums, apparently. <laughs> You yeah, got yeah. some sweat from your head? Yeah. i No, I'm just not working is- out very hard,
3: Jeff. My sweat is sweat, man. My, my sweat is perfect.
5: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike.
6: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: From your radio to your smart speaker and phone.
6: Now playing ESPN Media. Or
1: watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. If
6: I'm Jimmy Garoppolo. I see this as an investment in my future as a free agent in 2023.
5: The offense that the Cleveland Browns
6: run, Kevin Stefanski is the head coach. He's the one calling plays. It's a scheme that he learned under Gary Kubiak. So that's what they run in San Francisco.
7: While I like Brissette, they're literally one hit away from either Josh Rosen or Josh Dobbs playing on a team that has a chance to be really good.
2: Thank Sean. J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app, ESPN2. were presented by Progressive Insurance. So, look, this Deshaun Watson suspension, cynically, I think we all thought, eh, it's going to be six to eight games. Mm-hmm. But the NFL and Roger Goodell are not happy. With the fact that it's, well, we'll listen to what Roger Goodell said. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell at the press conference. Listen.
0: We've seen the evidence. She was very clear about the evidence. Uh, She reinforced the evidence uh, that there was uh, multiple violations here and they were egregious. And it was predatory behavior. Those are things that we felt, um, we always felt were really important for us to address in a way that's
2: responsible.
3: So the NFL wants a year, Key. You know, I always felt that a year would would, would be satisfied, satisfactory for the NFL. The NFL asked for a year initially, um, and they didn't get the year. So Roger Goodell and the league stepped in and said that they're going to revisit the situation because they want a year. And he'll oversee, uh, you know, he won't directly oversee the appeal, but he'll still be involved. And I think that that speaks volumes. Plus, you got to think that the other thirty-one owners in the league is not very happy with with the Haslam family and the Cleveland Browns, especially the way that they structured the contract of Deshaun Watson initially in the first year. Uh, you know, kind of giving him a, a base salary of a, less than a uh, less than what he should at this stage of his career be making to kind of, I guess, protect his money. So I'm sure a lot of what Roger's dealing with right now is pushback from the other 31 owners on the money front, plus how it looks to the as far as the National Football League uh, is concerned, how it looks to the shield, that he's only got a six-game suspension coming.
4: So that's where I'm wondering, Key, if you dig a little bit deeper into that, because I I agree with the latter part of your statement for sure. I mean, I think this is a message – to every other owner, that hey, there's no way of circumventing some of these penalties that have been put in place for the largest guarantee in NFL history. Considering the the countless numbers of allegations, sexual allegations here, on this one, um, I, I wonder what the penalty will be. And I kept asking that question: Will they prorate the salary for those games this year of that year suspension? The overall sal- salary of that 230 guaranteed instead of just him circumventing it with $1 million, you have to think that Deshaun Watson, on top of all the payouts that he's had with all the individual cases, with the legal fees, you know, will he get hit again on the salary part of it this year?
3: I don't, I don't really think that they care about the legal cost. The legal cost is that's his
4: problem. No, I understand. Yeah. I'm just saying, from Deshaun true. Watson's perspective, you're paying. The individuals and, and by the league costs keep in, keep and the mind,
2: penalties. Keep in mind about the about the civil suits being settled. Twenty, I think at the there were twenty five of them at one point.
4: How was it? 24? 20, I think 25 24 twenty five and twenty twenty. So it
3: was. Put it this way: it was in the twenties. Yeah,
2: right in the twenties. If you settle, like just start doing the math. What do you think these settlements are times twenty something? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think that the logic from. The, from the Browns and Deshaun Watson's point of view, is well, there's going to be a certain punitive uh, financial, uh, uh, you know, uh, remedy here that is that they kind of baked into the whole thing. But from the league's point of view, they don't that's, care that's about one that. thing's got nothing to do with the other. That's Great. your your you settle. That's your business. In addition to that, so I think key your point that the other owners are not happy with the Browns. They completely blew up the market for quarterbacks and and reset it with guys like Lamar Jackson coming up and everything they did it in a way that gets Deshaun out of uh paying money as a result of fine that you know missing games in the first year that he would otherwise pay and i think you're right key i think there's going to be some political will among the other owners
3: to punish the browns right now and that's that, that could very well keep him out a year you know it it it's almost like in basketball jay when you are try to argue with me not argue with me but have a yeah, conversation argue, with me yeah have a conversation with me about Rudy Gobert versus Kevin Durant in the market, and this is the change and blah, blah, blah. Rudy Gobert doesn't play the same position as Kevin Durant, right? But they changed the marketplace based on the trade from Utah to Minnesota. Minnesota changed it. This is the same thing with Deshaun Watson. Although he plays quarterback, he has essentially changed the market for certain positions in the NFL, not just quarterback. because of the way the contract is structured, all of those sort of things. So I'm sure other owners are looking at it not just from a quarterback perspective but just from a league perspective on how you reward a contract in the structure and the language and the way his is put together that others that come behind him, no matter what position, is going to look at that and say, well, I need this, I need that, this is the way I need it, and it creates problems for Mm -hmm. everybody.
2: Keep. Jimmy G is still out there. Got to go get him. Now, the shoulder we don't know about yet. However, you you were on Brissette, yeah, for six games you could hold it down. For 17 games, we've seen the last two times Jimmy G was healthy with a defense and a run game, two of the last three years, his team made it came an interception away from going to the Super Bowl and came a pass away from winning the Super Bowl. Now, that dude is just hanging out there, Key. No.
3: For one year you don't pick him up? Can't do it. Why can't do it? Because is he better? Is he better than Jacoby Brissett? Yes, I no, would say not. so. Yes, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he he's not.
2: reads defenses quick. Gets rid of the no, ball quick.
3: No, he's not. And here's why I would say that, Max, is because Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett has never had the roster that he has in Cleveland right now in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and he was very serviceable in Indianapolis. He's never played with an Amari Cooper. Never had a Kareem Hunt. Never had a a. a, a, a A Chubb never had a tied in. Can I point something out? Solid defense that he had as a team and a unit, all packaged up in one. He's never had that. But
4: key, are are you saying that you think the odds are better for Cleveland to have a chance to get to the Super Bowl with with Jacoby Brissett? More so, they're better than Jimmy G.
3: I do. I honestly,
4: I I can't. I can't cosign that. I I mean, they were on the same team. They
2: came up on the same team, and and Garoppolo was QB two air apparent to become QB one and Brissett was
3: QB three. Right. And in and and, and and when Brissett played, they won. Yeah. When Jimmy G play, they won. Yeah. So it, it, it the little amount of games that he played, they won. It, that's all I'm telling you. When you look at the team that he's had in his career, it hasn't been these teams. You, I understand what you're saying about Jimmy G leading the team to two championships in the Super Bowl, could have won, blah, blah, blah. I get all that. But it wasn't like, as much as I like Jimmy G, it wasn't like they put the ball in Jimmy G's hands. No, and it's said, true. lead us to the but,
2: Super Bowl. But the Browns have that kind of team running in defense, and a guy like Jimmy G, you slot him in there. Or not a guy like
4: Jimmy G. You sl- all right, listen, Key Something says no. Something said about experience, man, in those games.
2: Key says no. I say yes. Jay says yes. But we didn't play. The reports from Patriots camp are less than stellar when it comes to offense, guys. How big a concern is that? You know, the whole uh, Parcellian, uh, Johnsonian, what happens in every year of a quarterback, year one, what you're expecting, year two, what we're expecting. Year two, if we hit a bump in the road already before the season's begun, we're going to get into it after I tell you about Omega accounting. Is your small or medium-sized business still recovering from the pandemic? Omega Accounting Solutions can help. Share how Omega can get you, listen to this, $26,000 cash back for each employee you kept working during the pandemic with the employee retention credit. This is money you already paid the government. Call Omega at 800-704-2000 to get started or... Visit OmegaTaxCredits.com and fill out the form for a free consultation. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. To be Jay Will, the skill involved that you had to develop was bananas. You had How
4: did you have time to do anything else? Oh, but Max, here, here is the best part, though. I mean, you still wanted to be normal.
1: Sorry that that didn't work out for you. This is Keyshawn, J.
2: Will, and Max.
0: Radio to your smart speaker and phone.
1: Now playing ESPN Radio or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn J Will and Max live weekday morning starting at six Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Two.
2: Jones had a nice rookie year doing the things that Key talks. So you you want to see a ideally a rookie quarterback do. And year two, what what are you what are you supposed to see in year two, Key? A little
3: a little progress, you know. Take the, in year one, he was. Solid sound. He was ahead of the curve because they had a good coaching staff and a solid team. So he was a little bit ahead of the curve. In year two, though, you want to see him take another step, take the training wheels off, start to see him develop, and then see where it's at. The problem is who's coaching him up? That's the problem. Like, Who's the quarterback coach? Who's giving him all the intimate quarterback knowledge that he probably was getting from Josh McDaniels? you keep hearing these different reports out of Patriot one what's a Patriot place that for some reason makes you believe that things are or making people believe that things are not going nearly as well as they should in training camp for the offensive side of the ball. So that's a little scary, but I kind of know that that's just noise. Well, that's the question. When you take the is what we're hearing
2: what is it because you've taken the training wheels off now, or is it normal? When you take the training wheels off, you hear this early on, it doesn't matter, none of this stuff counts yet. Here is Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter on Get Up.
0: And there was enough concern yesterday that David Andrews, one of the team's captains, gathered the entire offense after a very tough practice and had an extended chat with them. Things are not trending in the right direction. Only 10 practices, though. They still have time to work it out.
4: You see, Key, this is what's really funny for me. <laughs> like, like, you're not allowed to have a bad practice during training camp. Like, you, you can't have an off day where your defense who gets out there and knows your playbook better than anybody actually dominates. And now all of a sudden there are questions around Mac Jones. And I get that whenever you talk about the greatest coach of all time and Bill Belichick, They're going to come with questions when you lose Josh McDaniels and you have a quarterback and Mac Jones in his second year and, you know, uh, will he understand the playbook and that continuity not being there. But I'm not going to judge this team until we get into the season. I'm not going to hit you with a polarizing take on, see, this is the problem because we're talking about training camp, Key. Well, Al and I were saying we're talking about practice. I understand how it translates to the game. But at the same time, man, let's just slow down for a second and give this team time to get their footing up underneath them.
3: Yeah, it, it look it works that way. I think what happens in these situations is the offense probably looked dismal at best, and people saw it. So the first thing they start saying is, "Oh my God, this offense—they can't move the football. They can't do this." That does happen in practice, believe it or not. I've been in many practice sessions where the offense just look horrible why, Keith? like to a point where it's like what the hell are we doing why why yeah. does that happen to the offense early on sometimes the defense just has a better day sometimes the defense just has a better day and you you know maybe the ones aren't going all together and there's a mix of ones and twos or maybe the twos are having a struggle but the ones are doing good and everybody looks at the twos and says, well, it's all part of the offensive unit, or vice versa, where the ones are really just not good right now, and the twos are moving the ball up and down the field, but the ones are struggling based on the script that's put together. What happens is the coaches, when they meet, the offensive and the defensive coaches are scripting things. So my play on the offensive side of the ball is designed Against the defensive plays that you put in as a defensive coordinator, so we both know where all of our players are going to be, and that's the hard part. Is if I'm running a certain route, that defensive back already knows he's going to be right where I'm supposed but did, to be.
2: you haven't you said like there are three things? What what, what is it? There are three thi- The reason the defense is ahead of the offense is because they only got to know three things. What you what are know those
3: three things, man? You got you got see ball, get ball, go get see ball, eat ball, go get ball. That's it. That's it. It's not accurate. it's not Complicated, where offense you got so many different formations and protections and routes, and everybody's got to be thinking where they're at. Coverage schemes. they look, defense is 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 complicated to a degree. There's coverages and things of that nature, and banjos and switches. If a guy is, if we're in a, a slot set that they now got to check out of their defensive call and do something different, but it's not like offense. Offense is a million different things, Agreed. man. Guys yeah. guys line up in a huddle and they hear something and they think they heard this and they go the other way and they got to stop and then go back and then they got to – and it looks crazy. It looks like a ragtag operation and it certainly makes
4: coaches go crazy. Well, it's like in any sport. I mean, even in basketball, offensively, when the defense knows every single set that we have in our playbook, Max, and they know all the wrinkles of all the variations in our playbook – it, it makes it easier to put coverages together to deny those wrinkles, right? Sure. So, I, look, I, I understand the complexities of that. But when you're playing against a team that doesn't know your playbook as well, doesn't know all the wrinkles, it gives your quarterback a lot more freedom and flexibility, what, just like in any other sport. What's going to happen, though? When, when did Mike Reese – what was that, yesterday
3: Yeah. the day before? Mm. I think it was yesterday. So, yesterday was Tuesday.
4: Was the night Wednesday.
3: Yeah. Thursday. So by by Friday, you're gonna hear how great the Patriots offense look.
2: Yeah, we gotta track. Watch it what now. I tell you,
3: and the reason is is because who's ever calling the plays is gonna get off script. That's how it goes. They go, they gonna fool the defense. The defense is gonna think, oh, they gonna run the same stuff that we did in walk through. And if it's Matt Patricia or Belichick or whoever, Joe Judge, you watch what I tell you. They go get off script because it all that's just the way it is. going to start calling plays that the defense has never seen before.
2: Pat, we got to keep our eye on Friday. That's the day we're targeting to see what's going on. Yeah, I the think – I, I, I don't know their pages. schedule.
3: I don't yeah. know their schedule, but the next couple practices, so to speak, because they may play on Friday yeah. or
4: play on Saturday. Key, I do wonder for Mac Jones – Look, there's there's inevitable pressure when you play for Bill Belichick. And considering that they had a decent season last season, if his game will continue to progress in the manner that – I know people try to make him out to be like, oh, well, it's kind of like the similarities to Tom Brady and how he's drafted and body type and all this stuff. But do you see his productivity going up? Or do you see it saying the same in his second year without having Josh McDaniels? Because now I feel like there's more pressure – on Bill Belichick and him? I, I think he'll be
3: better uh, than he was a year ago in terms of just knowing what to do faster, processing the information. But he'll look the same. I mean, he'll look the same. I mean he'll listen, just he set every, do it
2: different. He set every passing record at Alabama. Like, he was a very good college quarterback, and the question was in this day and age where just quarterbacks need to be more than just pocket passers, right, could he succeed? Year one, so far so good. Went to the perfect place, the right coach, had a yeah. nice little season. Now we got to see if he can take the next step. Let's hear from Mac Jones. This is him from yesterday's press conference.
7: I think we're close on a lot of things, so it's just that 2% that we need to fix. It takes time and patience, and I think we're making a lot of progress, so it's good. I'm going to figure it out. I always have, and I always will, and um, at the end of the day, you're going to have your ups and downs with anything new, but... I've learned a lot of different systems, and the guys around me have too. And we, we know what football looks like. We know what a good play looks like, and the schematics behind it just needs to be more consistent. And uh, we, we all trust in each other. At the end of the day, when I walk on the field, and there's ten people that look into my eyes, I know that they're going to trust me to do the right thing on game day.
3: Yeah, well, I don't know how much like a of a new system. I don't know how much of a new system they'll have. I think they'll have the same. Uh, system with some wrinkles, but the principles are going to be the same. Uh, different person calling the plays, different different voice in the ear when they're in the games. You know, calling calling stuff for them. I, I'm not worried about it because it, it in training I can go to every single training camp of all 32 teams, and there's going to be days where the offense just doesn't doesn't look good. I mean, I, I've been on offenses that just like, damn man, are we ever going to win a game? And then two days later, we torch the defense. And you're like, are we ever going to win a game? Because the defense isn't very good.
4: Key, I love the Patriot way. And maybe it's the quarterback way. It reminds me a lot of the Duke way my freshman year, where you end up talking in front of the microphone for like 10 minutes and (laughs) <laughs> what did you say? I didn't say anything. Yeah, right. I didn't give them anything. What When I walk into the field or when I walk into the court and my players look me in the eyes, they're going to understand that I put in the work. I put in the time. And they're going to believe in me like I believe in them. And the more I believe in them, the better we're going to play in the field. You know the script. <laughs> All day. And I feel like Mac Jones is so good at that, telling you everything but telling you nothing You know what at the Mac Jones
2: time. has, though, to me? You, let me tell you who I think of when I think of Mac Jones. I think of Lamar Jackson. He's, oh, my God, they're so different, da 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 but they both face certain preconceived notions about what they are, what can succeed, and the reason they're having success. And, but, but they both give me the same feeling, which is they believe that they're the best player on every, floor, uh, every, every field they step onto. They believe that. And I think that, has a, that, they, that can rub off on your teammates whether or not it's true. So Lamar Jackson, it's always like, well, can he pass well enough from the pocket because he can run, but da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Man, we saw him last year when he was healthy, tearing it up. And with Mac Jones, it's, yeah, but he's slow. He's really doing it with smoke and mirrors, and he's lucky he went to the Patriots. So he's facing the same kind of uh, doubt. It's wrapped up in a different package, but he is going to have to go out and prove the naysayers wrong. He had a very nice rookie year, doing not too much, trying not to mess it up. They they won 10 games. They went to the playoffs. Now – we got to see him take the next step just like lamar won an mvp then he had to beat the chiefs in the regular season then he had to actually win a playoff game check 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 right now, now mac jones okay can you throw can you push the ball down the field a little bit can you start can they win can you win because of you sometimes not just because you're not messing it up and and you know my guess is yes he can do it that's my guess key is that yes mac jones can do it
3: uh, I not think yours he, so much, huh? I mean, I think he can. This is a different team, though, than when Tom Brady was a puppy and he was young and he was doing it. There aren't any Ty Law, Willie uh, uh Teddy Brewskis, Ted Johnsons, uh, Vince Wilforks. They're, they're, they're not on this particular defense. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit... Hesitation from me because I kind of know what that looked like in the past and what it looks like now. Sort of the same philosophy, principles, thought process to bring him along, but it's not the same team. It's not the same caliber of players. players. Uh, but I do think they're still going to be right in the mix of things in the AFC, especially the AFC East. They were 10-7 and seven last year. Uh, they took Buffalo to the woodshed in Buffalo, but Buffalo came back and took them to the woodshed. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I think I think he can. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think he'll be okay. And by meaning okay, he'll win a lot of games. I don't necessarily know that he'll take teams to Super Bowls and do all of that, but I think he'll be okay.
4: I think it's gonna be interesting between the, the obviously the Bills are the uh, you know, the top tier. Of that division, but I think it's going to be fascinating between the Dolphins and the Pats. Yep, because I think the Dolphins are primed to be in that, to be in that wild card position as well. And then Tua having Waddle and Tyreek Hill now, he's never had two wide receivers. And, you know, I, obviously, I know there's pressure on him, but I mean, look for everything that you've been hearing in the offseason, we'll, we'll see if it can come to fruition.
2: Yeah, man, that's an interesting division. Keyshawn J. William Max is brought to you by CSX. CSX is tra- is hiring train conductors. Visit csx.com slash careers.
6: I feel like this is exactly where Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus want to go. Push the hard reset.
1: If this is a contract negotiation ploy by Roquan, we'll see if it works. And if not, it's not out of the question. They can trade him.
6: My question to the Bears is this. If you're not going to pay a 25-year-old all-pro at middle linebacker, who the hell are you going to pay?
2: David Kaplan, co-host of Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 with us right now. What's up, Cap? What's up, gentlemen? How we doing today?
3: What's good, DK? How are you doing?
7: Uh, Everything is perfect. Great. Awesome. Headed up to the lake tomorrow night and uh, chill for the weekend and get ready to crank this football thing up.
2: So where do things stand at this moment between the Bears and Roquan Smith, Cap?
7: Uh, not in a good place because Roquan, I think, is asking to be overpaid. I know you just played a bunch of sound leading into me, and one of them was, well, if you're not going to pay a 25-year-old all-pro linebacker, who the hell are you going to pay? That doesn't mean that you overpay at a position. He's a really, really good player. Would I pay that guy 12 to $15 million? Yeah, but I would not go higher. He's not getting Shaq Leonard money. The guys forced one fumble in four years. He doesn't take the football away. I don't. I think he's a really fast. He can cover. I think he does a lot of great things. But I'm paying my rush ends. I'm paying my cover corners. I'm paying my quarterback. Obviously, my wide, my top wide receivers. My left tackle, that's who I'm giving top of the market money to if they earn it. Middle linebacker, will linebacker, I'll pay you really well because you're really, really good. But I'm not setting the bar going, well, Shaq Leonard got 19.5, so you get 19.6. No, no, not that much.
3: Cap, would you have paid Brian Erlacher? Yes, different player. Brian Urlacher's, in
7: my opinion, and I love Dick Butkus and all of that, Brian Urlacher's the best linebacker that ever wore the Chicago Bears uniform. Mike Singletary, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, Ron Rivera, who's a good friend of mine, Ron Rivera said he had to fill in for Singletary one day. He's like, dude, I made 23 tackles, and my uniform was basically clean because I had McMichael, Hampton, Perry, and Dent in front of me, I never got touched. That doesn't mean Mike wasn't a really good linebacker. Brian Erlacher was the best, just telling you.
3: Yeah, no. I, I the reason I asked you that is because you say you wouldn't play it, pay a middle linebacker or Will or anybody like that. I'm like, well, I would have paid Derek Brooks. I'd gave Derek Brooks would have been the highest paid line, uh, highest paid defensive Lewis. player in the history of the NFL. So Ray Lewis, the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Roquan Smith deserves to be paid. It is what it is. You're 25 years old, Cap, and if you're trying to show Chicago Bear fans that you are serious about getting somewhere in the next couple years, you want to keep your Jalen Johnsons around. You want to keep your Rokon Smiths around, young talent, up-and-coming talent, because you already got them on your team. Why let them leave? I don't
7: disagree, Key, with what you're saying. But does he deserve to be the highest-paid linebacker in football? It's his football? turn. It's
3: just his turn. because, just just because
7: Shaq Leonard got nineteen point five, does not turn. mean Roquan Smith worth nineteen point
4: six. Dave, Dave what, if his you, turn. what if you what if you though, Dave? Because you know, when you think about it, the deal is heavily backloaded, and I, I think that that's the part that I've heard, you know, kind of stuff around. Chicago is that 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 last part of the deal is like artificially inflated. And I think that's the problem. Like what if you were to restructure that aspect of it?
7: I have no problem with that. If he said he would take five for 75 and I'll build in really good guarantees because he plays and he gets on the field. I could do that if I was a general manager, but I am not going five for 100 with. $68 $68 million. I can't do yeah, the difference, that type of average annual contract.
2: Yeah. For that position, see, the difference between. let's take, like, baseball. Baseball guys get paid based on the scarcity at that position, right? Like, if there are no catchers that are hitting and you got a catcher who can really hit, he's going to get paid a ton uh, or a third baseman. He's going to get paid a lot, even if you don't think third base is the most important position, right? But in the NFL, you have to pay guys – on the most part, every now and then there's an exception. You could always point to, like, the best who ever did it, like Ray Lewis or something. But for everyone else, if you overpay a position that does not have the same impact on the field as another position, you have less money available to pay those other positions, right, when you fill them.
7: Well, you're preaching to the choir, Max, exactly my point. Like, in baseball, you got a great player, just pay them. You can pay the luxury tax. Just go into the tax and whatever it is. In basketball, you got bird rights. You can go over the top and pay Zach Levine two hundred and fifteen million dollars because you want to keep him, and he's a good player. In football, it's a little bit different. And I mean, Roquan's got four sacks in four years. Me, but that's not. But but but, but see, but David, job. But
3: Dave, that's not Roquan Smith's fault. that you know, That's the defensive coordinator not sending him from the middle linebacker position. That's their scheme. That has nothing to do with his individual talent to go get the quarterback. None at all. That's the scheme Don't. that is not allowing him to go get the quarterback.
7: Don't disagree with that point. You are correct. All I'm saying to you is when you force one f- Peanut Tillman forced like a billion fumbles. He was a quarterback. I need you to impact the game more in game changing plays, not just be a really outstanding cover guy, tackler, very good football player. I want in, him. In I'm four years.
3: In four years he's been all pro twice. Twice. But it's at a argument. Not pro bow, all pro. Cap, we have twenty seconds.
2: Yep. So <laughs> yep, that that's a pro. See that right there? Yep. No need he's already made his point. The great David Kaplan, ladies and gentlemen, co-host of Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Thanks, Cap. Appreciate it.
3: Oh, you man, got I'm it. I'll too. give him 15
2: oh. a year. Take the deal. 15 a year. That's Cap's offer. It's on the table for Roquan Smith. Why Jay and I think the Browns need to bring in Jimmy G. He disagrees. ESPN Radio.
1: Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.